Hello and welcome to the Beercast. Hey, how, how are you all doing? I hope you're all good. Uh, I'm not quite so good, but more on that later. Uh, I'm Richard, hello. Uh, with me uh, on this spectacular Beercast is uh, Shovels. Hello, Shovels. Hello, Mr. T. And uh, Grim, hello, Grim. Uh, hello, everybody. And once again, last but not least, it's Mr. B. Bonjour. Big wave. Uh, I've got a bit of a cold this week, so I'll keep my, my speech to the minimum, but it's, it's a good time to have a cold because it's not one of mine, it's one of Mr. B's podcasts. Another one. Why is that, Mr. B? Punishing the public with my... You are. Nonsense. It's because this is the beer I brought back from holiday. Yep, lucky Mr. B went to uh, southern Belgium and Alsace, and he's brought back uh, some beers for us to try. We've got four beers plus uh, a secret extra special non-beer. We don't have many of those in the beer cast. No, no. Uh, but we will get right on with our first beer, which is... Let me look at my notes. 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 <laughs> They're around the wrong way. <laughs> Paper notes. This, well, actually, I... This is analogue notes. This is for starting in Alsace. Yep. Which is where we went on holiday first. It seems to be a logical flow. Um, this is um, beer from uh, a small town in the Basrin province, which is um, upper... Lower Rhine, upper or lower Rhine? Anyone? Jeremy? I don't know. Anyone? You're, you're asking the wrong guy. Mid um, in, in Alsace. Um, it's from a very small microbrewery. Um, trying to find details of these people has been a struggle. But that, let's, let's tell the, tell the listeners. <laughs> let's tell the listener about the beer. Here. This one we've got two because um, my dad possibly drank the other one. Um, <laughs> it's a brown beer and a blonde beer. It says yeah. beer blonde de Uncle Hansi. Yep. More of which later. More of him and later. Yep. Beer Brun Traditionnel. So who, who wants Brun and who wants... Who's uh, a blondie lover and who's a uh, Brun? Give me a Brun. I like a Brun. I'll have a Brun. Right. What brewery is this? It's a St. Pierre. St. Pierre. Which is... Um, it's a small town in, in Alsace. It's I'll pour the, the other one while you're doing it. The, the thing what all these beers have in common is that they're actually all from brasseries. So this is Mr. Yes. Mr. B's Brasserie cast. Uh, St. Pierre, who are from the small town of the same name in Alsace, I believe. Yeah, uh, and we have we have a, the brune and the blonde. So I'm looking, I'm liking the brune. That looks pretty good. Brune looks good. Nice head on that one. Yeah. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much. A heavy glass for the man over there. Now, normally at this point, I start spouting yes, about the brewery while the other people drink. But now, seeing as uh, Craig is hosting this, yeah. he can spout about who Hansi is or was. Well, Hansi, okay. Um, Hansi. From what does anyone know who Hansi is? Does anyone recognise? I do. These I, read, style I would link you sent me. Yes. These pictures are very. He was um, kind of anti-German, anti-Nazi artist in mm. First and Second World Wars. And he used to write... He's an artist, but he used to do propaganda, like kind of anti-German propaganda. Because Alsace used to be German, French, German, French, German, French for forever. Um, and he was actually... It says here, he got put in jail in July 1914 by the German authorities for making fun of the German military. Um, which caused an uproar in France, inspiring two newspaper articles by Clemento, who was, I think, a French president at one point later in his life. Okay. Um, he went. He escaped to France, where he joined the military as a translator in the First World War, and in 1940, which is what 26 years later, still wanted for treason in 1914, he mm. had to flee to France. They hold a grudge, don't they? They did hold the a grudge. Those Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was badly wounded in the attack and remained weak until he died. Yeah. But he was a 
very famous artist. I recognise these pictures. Maybe we'll put them up. I recognise his well, yes, uh, on the way. But um, mm. yeah, and he's he's from the town of Colmar, which is one of the biggest towns in Alsace, um, kind of halfway down in, in the southern side, pretty close to Saint Pierre. Um, hence, hence the listen. He's not actually called Hansi. He's called Jean Jacques Waltz, but he's known as Uncle Hansi. Is, now, is his uncle French for uncle? Yep, more uncle. Yeah. 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 And he he drew cartoons about the Germans. Yes, about the uh, who were he did taken to over take the, the take the piss yeah. out of the Germans who were taking over Alsace. And Alsace to this day is still <coughs> very German. They've got their own German French dialect, which is a little bit odd. Um, I'm going to read out the tasting notes for yeah, uh, this is tasting notes from Saint Pierre's website for the the blonde. It's a typed and honest beer, nose spiced, round and persistent. <laughs> Palette velvety, abundant and fine foam. <laughs> Pleasant bitterness and a beautiful colour sustained gold. Ah. <laughs> Google Translator straight yeah, That's awesome. Do I, I don't want... see much fine foam, I've got to say. Be careful it's ruined the bottle, because that's some cloudy-ass business. It, it, does say, <laughs> oh, yeah. it does say it's not oh, filtered. Fermentation dans le bataille, it says. Yeah. Slightly tinted. Mm, yeah. uh, well, La refermentation en bataille. Got to say, the brune is very we good. Should, we should have poured uh, carefully. The brune, tasting notes, a beer caramelised bouquet with a slight taste of roasted coffee and well-defined bitterness. It's good so far. Flavour and old licorice fossies. Mm. It does <laughs> taste like licorice, yeah. That makes no sense. A beer evening colour, dark smooth and slightly tinted brown foam. <laughs> a beer... Slightly tinted brown foam. A beer evening colour, dark a smooth and slightly evening. tinted foam. All right. Yeah. Yes. Anyone getting that? I am. Yeah. I mean, I've had a few Belgian brunes, and it's 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 very nice. It's got that good kind of bitter, chocolatey kind of bitterness. It says coffee in there, but um, and then at the end, it follows through with that kind of slight licorice taste. It's it's very good. Well, I'm getting and I are on the the, the blonde. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm coughing yeah. away. I'm sorry. About this. That's okay. We'll let you off ah. just this once. Yeah. And also, we're not going to share any beers with not you. Me, <laughs> not with me. Not this day, my friend. Yeah, so Sh- Shovels and me have the brune, and uh, Mr. B and Gruben have the, the blonde. The blonde's very nice. It's, it's very yeah. fruity, more yeah. than I thought. It, yeah. It's, well, a blonde would be a, uh, not quite a wheat beer, but very close to a wheat beer. It tastes mm-hmm. wheat beer yeah, yeah, they have yeah. a white beer as well, um, which is their blonde, uh, their but wheat beer. This white, isn't, it's wheat. not a... F- no, it's not a wheat beer, is it? No, What's but hu- it's very close to a wheat beer. What's Hublon? Hublon. It's, it's hops. That's, that's a is hops, hops, isn't it? Right, We're so having a Hublon double. Water, malted barley and hops. So it does not have nope. any wheat in it. No. But most Belgian blondes are kind of wheaty-ish with the kind of the stuff they put in it. Mm. Yeah. That's a, a technical <laughs> breakdown for you. Then. The stuff they so, put yeah. in it. I'm not wheat-ish. sure whether the influence here is from Germany. Because Alsace borders Luxembourg, Belgium, and Germany, mm. and Switzerland. Whether the influence is German or influence is, is, is Belgian, but that the blonde here is is very similar to a blonde in Belgium. Yeah. But then it's also very similar to a Weisbrot. It's not that far off. Can I try? You? Yeah, you certainly can. So do not have. Uh, yeah, I think it's more more like a, Bel- a Wallonian yeah. Belgian than, than a Weisbrot, but. It- it undoubtedly has bits of both in it. Yeah. Coffee. Having not tasted it, I can say that. <laughs> Want a bit of history about Alsace? Please do, bring and it up. Beer. Um, being the beer capital of France, 1260, it says here. Um, because barley, hops and water are abundant in the region. Mm. What's this week? Um, mm. And now there are six 
major breweries in Alsace. Gronenberg, Schutzenberger, Schutzenberger, yep. Fischer, Severn, Karlsbrau, and Heineken. Oh, and pretty much all of them are in Strasbourg. Last, Heineken? Are they a small local? Yeah, a yeah. small craft brewery. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Providing 60% of the national volume of beer production. Oh, okay. Anyone want well, to guess how many hectolitres of beer that is? <coughs> 100 million. 11 million. Oh, 11 million, that's close. That's a lot. That's a lot, that's a lot of beer. <laughs> 11 million. 100 million. What, that's what, close. That's <laughs> close. What I noticed is they had, um, Assassin had a lot of beer stubs and wine stubs. Wine were like um, wine stoop. cafes, all right. But they also had beer stubs, um, which was beer more like a thing you'd find in Germany or or, or Belgium, where you'd have food and, and beer. Um, and a lot of them have craft breweries. This one's separate, and it's kind of a touristy thing as well. This uh, Saint Pierre one. But so Alsace is big on wine, all the Gewurztraminer and all yeah. that, but and Riesling, but. And you just said that, but there, there are lots of beer places. Is it there predominantly be, wine, or it's predominantly wine? But they do, of all the beers that I mean in France, they all seem to be made in Alsace. Yeah. And I think it's the German connection. Because the, the rest of France just don't influence. give a crap. Where's Pelforth made though? Because this reminds me of Pelforth. Not, not Brune. It wouldn't mm. be Alsace, because Pelforth are quite big, aren't they? It's not listed on there. No. What, what is a hectolitre? Is that a square, a cubic hectare? <coughs> Richard, what is a hectolitre? Uh... <laughs> making it up making what? it up <laughs> <laughs> yes it is what? surely not uh, 11 million that's just too much a cubic hectolitre oh, the man must have google eyes uh, not on this oh, I'll look it up right, right in right in if you know exactly how many cubic litres a hectolitre is I'm guessing it's more than two yeah I'm probably. guessing it's more than 11 million <laughs> two litres <laughs> Probably. Uh, hectolitre is a hundred litres. Right, ah. right. There you go. A hun- eleven, a hundred, hundred million litres. Hundred ten million litres. Is that yeah. no? Hundred and ten billion litres. Billion, billion litres. Hundred ten billion litres. That can't be right, can it? What? That's scarcely what? credible. No, one billion. <laughs> right. how, how many notes are you going to add on to that? Three. Because it's a hundred. Yeah. No, that's two. Two. So that's one point one billion. Yeah. That's a lot though. 100 trillion. What? <laughs> and that's just. <laughs> 10 hundred trillion billion litres. 100 billion gazillion. Stretches to the moon and back. <laughs> anyway, anyway moving on. Equals all confusion. <laughs> Richard I, plus mass equals confusion. I am a fan of the um, the Hansi inspired ladles. Yes. And not a fan of the non Hansi inspired uh, yeah, ladles. Yeah, I've seen those before. They're kind of Christmassy ones. Yeah. No, that's just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was that that But that, that, that's Christmassy kind of Hansel and Gretel. That's God drinking a beer. Yeah. <laughs> I think this says it has spices in it. Yeah, it <coughs> does. They've both got the Big same ingredients. Both got the same ingredients labels. Love is best. Love is best. Okay, well, we're at Sorry. 10 minutes for our okay. uh, Saint Pierre beers. So, uh, how should we. We'll just score this as we're drinking them, I guess. Yeah, we'll we'll do two scores. What else? Let's go for it. Um, this is this is all right. I would I think it's kind of a six. It's just a, a kind of tasty, almost wheat beery blonde, um, and quite refreshing, but not great. Okay, Grim, you want to give your blonde score? I'd say a six point five. If I was in France. Like, uh, drinking Heineken and Kronenberg then I had this I'd be like <laughs> my 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 this is a proper beer <laughs> it's vaguely wheat beery without being the, too horrible because yeah. well, I'm not a big fan of wheat beer 
Um, Hoodie apricot notes. Sounds good. I like it. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And switch to the brune shovels. Uh, the brune, I'm going to introduce a new uh, scoring technique that I just made up now. <coughs> Anything above five, I would drink again. Anything below five, I won't drink again. So I'm going to give this 4.5. Oh. oh. No, really? Not That's brune for... Why didn't I think of that two years ago? <laughs> yeah. Why four five? Why so low? Uh, because it's borderline. Borderline, I would drink again. Okay. So it's under five. It's, yeah. it's not bad. But I won't drink it again, so it's under five. May I adopt your scores? You can, indeed. <laughs> I, I think it's great. That's, I've had a few Belgian brunes, and that's one of the nicest. It's very sweet, but it's not not crazy sweet. It's got a nice bit of kind of aftertaste. I'm going to give that an eight. Ooh, good score. That is a good score. Okay. Having had a little sip of Marshall's here, I think you're, you're closer. <laughs> but, 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 but I, I have a hardline new scoring system that I now need <laughs> yeah, to keep <yeah>. to. <laughs> Excuse me. Right, okay, well, that was our little mini beer showcase for Saint-Pierre. And when you come back, we'll have our third beer, I guess, from Mr. B's Brasserie Showcase, which could be a am- amber. Amber beer. Ombre. 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 See you later, Ombre. <laughs> this run's going to hurt tomorrow. And uh, welcome back. This is our second beer on our Mr. B Brasserie Big Cast Special. Third bit, yes, technically third bit. And it is? It is the Le Medieval Ombre. Le Medieval Ombre. 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 So the Amber from, Beer. From. The Amber Beer from the Bouillon Brasserie in uh, Belgium. Yep, we're in Belgium now. That was our, that, actually, I should have said, that was the only French beer in our history we had. Yeah, is it? Yep, never had a French oh, beer before in the, in the big house. Yeah. Yep. Well, two French beers, I guess. But, uh, explains why it tasted French. <laughs> Funny that we're now back in Belgium. Sorry, in the, I was I was asleep when you were told the intros. In the south of Belgium, Wallonia. Oh, I've got to pop. And La Medievale. We are exactly about four hundred yards from the French border. Very close to France. Yeah. You just brewed in the bottle. Um, no, I don't think so. Nah, I, I had a wee look. So La, La Medievale is an ombre or yes. amber beer. It is an amber beer. Um, Bouillon is a very small little town right on the French border um, in the southern part of Belgium, as you said, Bononia. Yep. Um, and I've got a little bit of history about the brasserie itself. They opened up as a beer shop because it's so close to the French border that all the French people who don't have any good beer used to come across. Okay. And they thought, we'll start selling 50 or so Belgian beers mm-hmm. and all the Frenchies will come across and mm-hmm. buy our beer. Mm-hmm. And over, over the next X number of years... They've grown to selling over 300 beers. Their beer shop is incredible. Mm. Yep. Rivaled any of the beer shops in Bruges. Mm. But they also start. They also make 500 hectolitres of their own beer. Ah. Um, of which this is their second beer. Um, I take it we're not going to work out what 500 hectolitres is. But we'll <laughs> I think we established it's 10,000 gazillion billion. <laughs> <laughs> billion. Yeah. So they make four beers. Um, Make a cuvee, which I tried. It's like a what? Well, the cuvee in Belgium is blonde, I think. Okay. It's kind of like a sparkling blonde. Right. Medieval, which is their amber. A bouillonnaise, which is their brown, and a white bouillon, which is a bouillonnaise. Strangely, strangely white. Um, but it's just a very, very small, very old medieval town, um, on the Semoise River. Look okay. in Belgium. Well, let's have, let's have a sniff from the taste. This one, mine's gone very flat. It has, isn't it? Oh, yeah. give, give it a whisk in the pot, proper glass, and it, it comes with a nice. I can't do that, man. <laughs> that makes so much difference. Man's got a little whiskey tumbler. 
Now, Craig has provided me with the. Oh, there you go. There you go. The, yeah. uh, a special glass that you're supposed to drink it out of because it tastes better. It's a brasserie de bouillon glass. I reckon it's a wee bit cold. You better try and warm me up. Maybe. Now, <clears throat> what's different is most Belgian beers have a glass for the beer. Brasserie de bouillon have a glass for the brasserie. They don't have a. That might be because they're slightly cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, it tastes kind of cheap. Oh, again, excuse me, sorry. Not that bad. I thought the label was something to do with, you know, Knights Templar. It is. Crusades, isn't it? And the Crusades. You're, yeah. you're, you've got points. Do you want to know exactly what that is? Is it yeah, Godfrey of Bouillon? Godfrey of Bouillon. There we go. Right. Does anyone right. know who Godfrey of Bouillon is? No. Not really. Um, he was the leader of the Crusades, the First Crusades, back in 10... Mm-hmm. X, six day or whatever it was. Yeah. And in 1099 became the first ruler of the Kingdom of Jerusalem. So something is something to do with the Crusades. He, owned, he owned this castle, which he then sold to someone to get money to go kill Muslims. That's nice. Well, they did that. The Daily Mail would have done that. Yeah, the Daily Mail would Yeah, people think the Crusades is all the English knights charging over there, but it was the French, French then first. French, French, mostly a lot of the French. Yeah. Les Normands. And of course this was France, but it wasn't Belgium back then, was it? No, it was all France. Yep. All France. So apparently they got a three-year-old to draw the label. It is. <laughs> yeah. Now, I believe this is some caricature of someone close to the, bre- the brewery. Right. Or the brasserie, sorry. Um, I thought it was an ice cream we were holding for a minute. <laughs> it's actually a foaming beer. <laughs> That's good. He's leaning on his shield, having a beer. Yeah, yeah. If they'd done more of that and less killing Muslims, <laughs> things might have worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think if that scene panned around, there'd be like thousands of Muslim corpses rotting <laughs> in the sun? <laughs> he's having a beer after he's... If it was in 1064, <laughs> probably... Uh, yeah, of course, he'd have to have transported them all back to Bouillon. It was a tough money's work. By <laughs> the castles there, he'd have to have carried them all back oh, to true. Bouillon. That's right. That's Bouillon Castle, is it? That's Bouillon Castle. And it, it is very spectacular. Big winding river. My favourite bit about the label is the way they've drawn the birds, which is what anyone drawing birds knows. The little kind of... The little V-tick thing yeah. to draw a bird. Oh yeah. Uh, points for anyone knowing why they've done birds on it. What the castle is now. It's now a bird sanctuary. Oh, exactly. Uh, it's a falconry exhibition type place. Which so never a lot going on in this label. There is a lot going on in this label. <coughs> yeah. Badly executed. Badly executed. Never mind. Right. The, but it is. The italics are very kind of pixelated. It's like they've not used a high enough... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's just kind of dots per inch. It's kind of given up there. It does. Yeah. But then they, it's basically a husband and wife right. who knew nothing about beer, opened a beer shop, and then decided to make, try and make their own beer. Mm. Fifteen years later, they're making their own beer in quite large quantities. But it's a it's a tiny town surrounded by nothing for fifty miles in every direction, apart from the north of France. Um, so I think they're doing quite... I don't in think this, this doesn't go anywhere, this beer, yeah. I don't yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, I certainly wouldn't have seen it in, in Bruges or anywhere around Belgium. Nope. The bigger beer shops. This is very specific to the area, um, which makes finding information about it quite difficult. Hence, That's your, hence your limited notes. My limited notes and talking about Godfire Bouillon. Grim, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about La Medieval? Uh, well, it's it's quite it's just a kind of go down the pub and quaff it. Yeah, you know, I would mm. say. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's um, it's very fizzy. Yeah, it's, it's, every mouthful is like crazy it, it, crazy it's bold. Closer to a lager than anything. Yes, but mm. a bit more flavour than a lager. Just a bit, but what, just a bit. Yeah. What do you think? Using the real glass. 
I've not compared it to a non-real glass. <clears throat> Would you like to try it from a non-real glass? A real glass. I haven't tried this glass with a proper beer. There's a slight sour. You can smell it better. Yeah. A little bit. You do get the nose. <coughs> Mine's just fizzier. You'd be swirled yours I'm around. Swirled mine <laughs> to get the head. All my gas is in the head. It's very gassy. It's, it's just too gassy. It's, it's not gassy as Tremens. It tastes like drinking IPA. Well, it's better than that. Yeah, no, it's not. It's got that horrible kind of fizzy, watery kind of horribleness about it. Well, IPA. No, no, it's not so much Cronenberg, no. But it's, it just doesn't taste of anything particularly. No. It's, I think, I think if you were on holiday in that region and were given this in the sun, you'd drink it quite yeah. Uh, th- it's, it's, it's kind of it's got the watery tastelessness, but it's got a sour undertone. It's, you can tell it's a Belgian beer. Yeah, yeah I mean it, it tastes three percent, but it's not it's six percent, and that's I, I find that kind of upsetting. That <laughs> yeah, a, I, I, I'm affronted by this. Yeah, there's a beer that's that strong, but it's got no taste of it. Yeah. It's like a six, it's like a six percent session beer. It's just it's, yeah. it's very middling. You have a point, but that's all Belgian beers, isn't it? They don't have session beers. Yeah, but it's, maybe it's because it's an amber. It's got not got the, the kind of sweet, <laughs> or sweet, sweet, sweet kind of or an amber. <laughs> amber. Amber. It's not got six percent. Yeah, it's not got the kind of sweety wheatiness that blondes have. It's not got the dark kind of maltiness that brings out. It's kind of in between. It's kind of neither yeah. fish nor fowl. How would you get a six percent taste like that? Yeah, exactly. It's I a, thought it was like four. Yeah. I was reading the the beer review websites, beer advocate, and these beers and sites like that. They they didn't give it. They're very middling. It's kind of two point eight, yeah, five okay. kind of kind of reviews. Kind of nice enough. Not really anything special. Um, but can somewhere that small really kind of stand out? And Fine they've only been going for ten, fifteen years. Fine ales do all right. Fine ales do. Two thousand and one. That's true. That's very true. I like your touche. Touche. I like to try their white one, the white white bouillon. That'll be good. Mm. The cuvee I tried. It. If you think that's fizzy, it, that this is like drinking. You ever had guillotine? Oh yes. The so world's fizzy as beer. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like that. Maybe. No, guillotine is good because it's nine <coughs> percent. It's got a lot of backing to it. So even yeah, but it's, it's, it's still the, the fizzy. It's like. Every mouthful, you're you're eating half beer, drinking half beer, half soda stream. <laughs> <laughs> but that's got more backing to it than this. I prefer guillotine to this. Stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this isn't bad. Well, we're at nine minutes again already. We're flying through these. Yeah, tonight. just let's call this mother and go. Right, <laughs> 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 Marshall has spoken. Score away then. Um, I, well, I'm going to go with a five because it's borderline. Try again. <laughs> Marshalls were getting coming to a Belgian. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of them taste that Belgian yet. But we're building up. So the worst is yet to come. I give it two point eight out of five. <laughs> or alternatively, five four, out of ten. Four point six out of ten. Five point six. Five out of ten. Five point six out of ten. And yeah. I think I'm going to go with a, 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 yeah, five. Oh yeah, okay. I was going to say 5-2. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's smack bang in the middle, that beer. And even if I was on holiday, actually, and there was another alternative like Heineken, I'd probably go with Heineken because Me too. it's not I'm, as strong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, would, uh, Richard made an excellent point there. It tastes like a session beer, but it's too strong to drink as a session mm-hmm. beer. Therefore, what do you do with it? I didn't try this on holiday. I um, You can buy it in the restaurants or the shops or, or the pubs, right? so... They they had a lot of cuvee and had a lot, they had actually one called Godfrey, 
um, which I presume is the same brasserie, but isn't mentioned on the brasserie website. Mm. Um, but this one was one I hadn't tried, so I got it specifically. But, mm. but yeah, okay, Midley. Mm. Well, yep, that was uh, Bouillon's La Medivielle Ombre. Let's challenge <laughs> listeners to go and find some to review themselves. Please do. Please do. And email us and... Bet that's not easy. They'll all be flocking. <laughs> this Let us know what you think. Bearcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Gmail. Are you going out of French? Gmail. Okay, so that's our second bit or third bit, depending on what you want to say. And when we come back, we will have the... We're going to... Not just any Trappist beer, but the, the grand dam of Trappist beers. We Courtesy of Mr. B. <laughs> This run's going to hurt tomorrow. Uh, well, hello again. This is our, our third bit. This is our 51st podcast. We've come back from the highs of our 50th podcast and all our crazy beers, the Abstract and the, uh, the Sierra Nevada beer and La Chouffe. More of them later. Stay tuned. But we've got a good beer now. Yes, we certainly do. It is very excited about this one. Very excited about this one. This is Orval Trappist beer. Um, in Belgium known as the Queen of Trappist Beers Queen of Trappist Beers yep because it's so queen-like yep whatever that means um, Richard here has the proper oh. Orval glass a Orval chalice a little mini my Orval word. chalice uh, we'll take a picture of this yeah, you will see a picture of my Orval chalice this is Orval O-R-V-A-L oh, not like it. the uh, puppet <laughs> bird <laughs> no. and it's not like the skaters Orval and Dean <laughs> oh, oh yes just don't get better than this folks <laughs> okay so straight away you've got an, a, and a <laughs> massive massive head huge. it looks so much better in the proper um, glass see if, actually, you, can have a decent you will it, notice if, you, if, you, if you have a full size glass this is a mini one if you pour the beer including the giant pillowy head it comes right to the top of the glass and mm-hmm. doesn't go over the top ever it's, it's just designed perfectly Wait. to fit all the foam in all the smells good there's so much foam in this I feel the glass is lifting that's, out of my hand <laughs> that's what makes a great Belgian beer and Belgians yeah. like a giant head on their beer so because you can't head. drink it straight away you have to wait for it to come down and they, so they appreciate and anticipate the beer I could do that on the way to the pub yeah but you're not Belgian <laughs> who am I to argue uh, I wish my cold was uh, gone because I can <laughs> smell wisps of this but not the whole thing it smells like a Belgian beer yeah, that's yeah. it's slightly it's, spicy, a bit of coriander in there. Yeah, a bit of spice. Yeah. It's a very distinct Belgian beer. Oh, no Belgian yeah. Trappist beer tastes like this. Very bitter. Okay, what what exactly determines a Belgian Trappist beer? I know it's made by monks, obviously, <coughs> but is there a certain style that? No. Um, is there a certain sugar? It has to be brewed. At, no, <laughs> it has to be brewed at an abbey, and it has to be under. Um, so there has to be a Cistercian monk. So all Trappists are Cistercian monks but there's a brewer there under the watchful eye of so the brewery has to be controlled by one Cistercian monk who's part mm-hmm. of that community there um, and they can use the Trappist name and Trappist is like a trademark name is it um, EU? By a, I'm not sure EU. if it's EU protected or no but there's a society it's of a society people of, who yeah. we, had, we had the Dutch one uh, who was La, La Trap but mm. they're known by other names I mean yeah. Koningshoven it's Koningshoven yeah. and they, they, they had their Trappisty seal taken away because too few monks because they, they contract brew someone else to do the work because the monks were in their 80s and they couldn't do it mm. uh, but since they then got the monks back to work on the brewery 
That's my tummy. That's, that's, that's yeah. a rumbly, <laughs> rumbly tummy for Mr. Big. Anyway, yeah, so it has to be brewed in the walls of a Trappist uh, uh, Abbey by the monks. Um, and it has it's not allowed to be commercial. Any money they make has to be spent on either good causes or the upkeep of the monastery. Right, so you can't run it for um, a profit. Huh? Yeah, you can't it's not for profit. Right. So test for seven Trappist breweries in the world. Well, I don't care about another one. Beer. You're asking right. the wrong man. Yeah, Richard knows about <coughs> one. Yeah, shimmy. Shimmy. This one. <laughs> or Val. Or Val, Val yes. <laughs> Richard, I knew one. Le Chouf. No. 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 Pointing at something in his cupboard. Trappist. Rochefort. No, let's go challenge Richard. He seems to know them all. He's just sitting there going, no, I don't know them. Yeah, there's the two that sound the same. There's West Maller and West Valeteran. You've your notes, sure. No, I know this. And okay. there's there's the other one that I don't know. The Akin, is it? Ashen. Ashen. Mm. All right, respect. Well, West, West Valetran is the one you can't get in the UK. They only have it in Belgium. It's very, very rarely outside the outside Belgium. Mm. Um, the Dutch one. Anyway, what does everyone think of it? This is tremendous. It's, it's brilliant. brilliant. It's my You get sweetness in this. Beer. There's not much sweetness in this. It's very bitter. It's... It is, but there's that typically Belgian taste to it. I don't exactly there's know There's not a typical is. Belgian taste to this one. Oh, it's completely no. different. And you Ooh. I was going to tell you why. Oh, you tell me so, why. Um, Sweet and sour. That would be Junior. Oh, yeah. He's not getting picked yeah, up on yeah, a crying from. baby. Um, so, Orval used to be a, a monastery back in the 10th century. I'll go into the history of Orval in a bit, but um, it got rebuilt in the monastery, including the brewery, in 1931. Um, and the guy who helped redo the brewery learned his lessons in England. So he brought over dry hopping, mm-hmm. which this is dry hopped, which is a kind of English edition. Um, and he also used unique strain of yeast called Breton Bretonomyces. Bretonomyces, yeah, Bretonomyces, which in all <coughs> other beers apart from Lambic and Orval is treated as a contaminant, and the beer gets chucked out. Yep, but in Orval and Lambic beer. That's what gives it its taste. That is what. That's the bitterness, the, the yeah. That's the very soury bitterness yeah. that you get in a lambic or a goose. You get a lot of American breweries now who are putting Brett into the beers specifically to get sour tart flavours into their beers, and they'll, they'll put barrel aged uh, beers with Brett Britannomyces into it to get this kind of flavour mm. and a kind of faux Trappist kind of taste. Uh, but that's very distinctive for the, the Britannomyces. Yeah. yeah, when you drink a lot, you, you go kind of around and taste a lot of Belgian beers, you'll notice just how different this is. To oh, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You took a Chimay. We had Chimay on. Yeah. Okay, it was a long time ago, but very, very different from the other kind of classic Trappist breweries. It's a very distinct shaped bottle, very distinct logo. Um, and uh, the, the fish. You'll see it, the fish with the trout. Does anyone want to know what that is? Yep. Yeah, that's something that's great. Yeah. So in the 11th century, the widowed Matilda of Tuscany yeah. was visiting uh, the Abbey of Orval when she lost her wedding ring in a spring. Oh when she prayed for the return of the ring, a trout appeared on the surface with the ring in its mouth. She, to which she exclaimed, truly this is a place of Val d'Or, from which the name Orval is derived. Um, and she was so grateful that she made all the funds available to build up the monastery into the giant, enormous thing it is today. So it's the golden... Baldor's magic trout. Mm. Magic. Uh, and to this day, that very spring is used <coughs> to make this beer. Yep, the water still comes from that, that trout stream. Yeah. Ah. And we went to Orval. Um, the yeah, the brewery good. isn't open, um, but it is absolutely enormous. Yeah, they open it like one day a year or something. Yeah, a couple, I think a couple of days a year yeah. at the most. 
you can go and see. But it's made, it's made by the monks, and and but it's, it's such a close community. You can get into the old ruined bit of it and look over the fence and see just the most enormous, beautiful landscape gardens and buildings and cathedrals just for these tiny select group of monks that's in there. Um, Did you see any, see any monks when you were there? No. Just no, distant. I don't think you're actually allowed. What kind of monk is it? What order was it? Did you say? Uh, Cistercian. Cistercian. What? What's the? Wait, what? Order? Yeah. What do they do? <laughs> wow. I don't know. Anyone? Don't look at me. I don't do monks. Oh, I don't do monks. I, I, know I, I did one monk once. And I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, if they're all trappists, they're not silent. Guys. Are they? Are they bulletproof monks? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. I don't think they're silent. No. All right. What are the uh, tasty notes on this one? The, t- the tasty notes are... So uh, this, is animal, from, this is from the... the oh, very, very good, Richard. Yeah. How did you that? This is from their website. This is from their website. The tasty notes are leather, no. uh, spice, mm-hmm. yes. that. earth, no. mm. horse blanket. That's, That's what I feel like. Yeah, yeah, the horse blanket. Yeah, I, I taste that. An open fridge. An open fridge. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Seaton's bunches. bunches. Yeah, yeah, we've 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 come up with a lot of crap meditation uh, notes <laughs> it, in it, our time, but horse blanket. See, to me, this is this is very different from all the Trappist beers because when you drink a Trappist beer, it's got that kind of strong, sweet, dark alcohol, rich kind of taste to it. But this doesn't. It tastes like a goo. It's got that kind of really tart kind of. It's sour. Yeah, the yeah. sour bitterness, which is why I, 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 they say it's a different Trappist beer to it, the other Trappist breweries. It clearly is. It's very very different. It's very, very different, and it's about three percent. Less alcohol than yeah, was it six? This is six percent, six point two, which is manageable. Yeah. Yeah. What they also make on 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 site and the monks is uh, cheese and bread. Um, The cheese being absolutely fantastic. Um, Picked up a quite a large quantity of it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) How how many beers did you bring back from from uh, Belgium? Fifty two. Fifty (laughs) two. Almost one per week. 14 bottles of Orval. Very impressive. 14. 14. Yeah. Well, if you buy that, that from... a case? For, no, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a case. Yeah. Um, if you buy that from the brewery, the, the, the monastery itself, it works out something about 70, 80 pence a bottle. Yeah. Plus you'll get money back for the bottle when you take it back. So you're gonna go back? <laughs> no, to any shop will take oh. it back for, for, for your... No, yeah, you, you'd, be, you'd be foolish not to. Mm. Absolutely. If you had the car. And I bought a couple of glasses because they're awesome. But the cheese was was very, very good as well. They, they, they can turn their hand, these guys. You know. Maybe. I, jo- I, I, I might join them. Yeah. We, we've talked about this before, how monks generally have not much to do apart from praying. But they get up at 4.30 and pray. And then once it gets to like 6.30 in the morning, you hold days free. So why not brew? <laughs> Why not make cheese? Why not you know do crazy stuff? It's, yeah, yeah. And they're supposed to pre- have kind of practical pursuits. Do you know yeah. Day, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good on you. I just I think everything about this beer. I, I think the label is brilliant. The bottle shape is brilliant. The bottle color is brilliant. The glass is brilliant. It's, brilliant. <laughs> it's just sorry the the, the drinking goes. Which I'm the man's taking a picture. Man's of his picture. Drink. Sorry. Everything about it is. Is, is incredible, I think. It's a bit like the Emperor's New Clothes to me. Is it? Yeah, why? why? I know, I know you've you had this thing. Is, I know this, this whole thing. Can you not see it? Is it invisible? No, it's invisible. I'm not seeing what everybody else is. Seeing. Many challenging this. You've got, you got 30 isn't? seconds, Shovels. What is it about Belgian beers that you just don't quite. There, there is something about it? them, I and mean, I can't figure it out. I've tried to figure it out. It might be the yeast, or it might be 
I read something about some sugar that was added to certain Belgian beers. I'm not sure whether that's what I've been picking up, but I don't know what it is. I just can't get with Belgian beers. They don't. I can't drink them easily, and I can't sip them. They seem to sit in my mouth for ages, and it's not nice taste. There's something wrong with my taste buds. <laughs> Why? It is like, I'm going, but, but this is a bit Bobbins. Why are you liking this, this beer? Is I don't understand. You I'm liked it when they were in... Um, the, the Brussels right. airport it was because we were waiting for a plane and oh right I preferred the other one that I had I can't remember what that was you had Westman I think no. maybe you should have a beer cast whip round and get your one way ticket to Brussels and you can I've sit there I've been to and... Belgium and had nice beers mm. but I still I prefer to have a nice pint of English something. That's uh, the Yorkshire coming out. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You can't take the Yorkshire into Well, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's, that's your view, that's cool. Yeah. No, I, really I, I just can't understand why I don't like it. Mm. The same way other people do. Yeah. I need to, I need to identify what it is. It's very distinct to Belgium, and it seems to be across a lot of their beers, and it's something I just can't get. So it's something in common across all of them that mm. I'm picking up that nobody else is. They are sweeter and they are fizzier. Then, yeah, I don't mind. That's the two big changes. More, this, more one's, this one's sour, though. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was of a similar opinion uh, to, to Paul, but I must admit, some of the the more sourer, more unusual beers, uh, I've I've come around to quite a lot because I, I quite like a sour taste. So. Okay, well, we're at eleven minutes, so maybe we should uh, score Orvel because we have one, potentially two beers still to come. Mm-hmm. Well, we have, we have two beers, I'm not going to lie. The sneak is spoiled now. Yeah. All right, Shovels, give me a score for Oval. Um, I'm going to give it 5.5. Oh, harsh. Because I would drink it again in an airport. <laughs> <laughs> that's damning with feet. That's, that's the criteria we use for all these. It's 5.30 in the morning, you're off for an early flight. Would you? How many of these would you have? Uh, Grim? Uh, I'm going to give it eight. Because uh, it's it's got that kind of soury lambicky thing, but not overpowered. Uh, very, uh, which I really go for. Plus sweetness overhead, not too strong either. I you could drink a couple. Yep. Happy days. Happy days indeed, Mister B. Well, I think I've got happy memories of this beer. Being visiting the place, sitting in. My porch in Belgium drinking Wait, my Orval. I have an advantage. I have an advantage, so I may mark this highly, but it's a nine for me because it's it, it's it's just brilliant. I don't know you. <laughs> oh, you stabbed me in the heart. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give that eight and a half because I think it's fantastic. Good job, mate. I'm dear to bring some reality into <laughs> the show. <laughs> Listeners, don't listen to them. <laughs> Again, it, it's 6.2, but it doesn't taste 6.2 because you can taste the, the tartness, the sourness. You can taste a little bit of alcohol, a little bit of wheat, a little bit of uh, slight malt, no hops really to speak of, but it's that is the most sessionable 6.2% beer you will find because it's not it's not punishing in any way. And another thing as well, uh, you said about the last beer, 6%, and it tasted of not a lot. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Very complex Different ball game. Very yeah. complex <laughs> flavour in there. Clearly a much more accomplished... Yeah, it's, it's very, very good. And it's, it's so different to the Trappist beers, so... Uh, that was a bit to England. Yes. God, those crazy monks. Okay, well, that was uh, Orval, the, the grand dam of Trappist beers. 
And uh, when you come back, we're going to have something hoppy. Hey. <laughs> A rabbit. Yes. This run's going to hurt tomorrow. Oh, me? Yeah, you can say it. Oh, oh, Ricky. Well, um, welcome back, that's all I say. All right, welcome back. Hello. Uh, yeah, I, can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't talk to people. I mean, he doesn't I compare. I don't, I don't compare. I'm trying to hold in gas oh, from this is all a, angles. A classic Mr. B <coughs> mofo here. Yes, it is. This is the um, Schiff Dublin IP triple. Oh, Guaranteed to shut shovels up. It certainly is. <laughs> this is uh, it's, nine, it's a bottle of bloody wine. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 75 CL bottle of wine. Not 9%. proper wine, like a Lambrini maybe. No, no. no Lambrini's a, five. It's yeah. more. This is 9%. Group <laughs> yeah, likes Lambrini. Here you go. <laughs> Every day. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, Belgian version of IPA. Girls like to have fun. It certainly is. And uh, Gruben oh, is the turn for the... You can pour it look, there's a 25 centimetre line, so you know yeah. exactly how far to pour. Pour with impunity. Right. Um, so, regular listeners will know, <laughs> oh, regular listeners will, will know that this is, uh, this is the IP Hublon hopped version. Well, that'll be enough for me. Of, Just give me the smallest one. This is like of the giant mm. big shoof that we Mushroom. had on the uh, previous beer. Not much shoof. Was a litre and a half. No oh, wonder we were drunk after that. But it still smells Belgian. Don't be racist. If you know about, <laughs> if you know about shoof, they come from the Brasserie de Shoof. Oh, I've got wrong. Oh, I can give him some of mine. I didn't get a full 25 cent <laughs> Uh, this is the Hublot, and uh, the oh, excuse me, the little uh, gnome is bending over as he always does. In this case, he's inspecting some hops, or or, or possibly some drugs. Or well, it looks like cannabis. But yeah, that's what he's doing. Is uh, nah, he's on the he's on the old hop farm, hop vine. Now you'll see this all over the shops. And it's quite popular in in the UK. This yep. This drink, um, like Hublot. We can it will I, will they repeat what I said last time about the brewery? Oh yeah, no, I was listening. Oh, okay. So, so it was founded in 1982 yep. by two brothers-in-law as a hobby, um, and they decided to concentrate and, and do it as a full-time job and started to export it to Quebec, who gobbled it all up. Je me suis And then they eventually got bought by uh, Duvel, mm-hmm. the brewery, and now they are massive. Oh, um, massive to everyone. Or, or massive to everyone. Yes, everyone else. Um, and the uh, the gnome is a play on a shoof, which is the town. Yep. Front, which uh, and shoof is a uh, Wallonian for gnome. Dwarf. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> so uh, we haven't, of course, oh. had the Hublon before. So this was first brewed in two thousand and six. It's an IPA type of beer. Um, three types of hops are used to make it, but I couldn't find out what they were, unfortunately. Um, and a pleasant fruitiness it says Foggles. it's unfiltered and re-fermented in the bottle it's certainly unfiltered also... I'll give them that so you can do you want to know how, how, you, either, how you buy this you go to the shop you either buy it in 750ml bottles go to the shop give them money do, do you, they give you beer undergo you a transaction involving uh, some kind you of currency you either get it in a 750ml bottle or yep a 20 litre keg mm. ah now that's the way to do it this contains sugars sugars yeah doesn't say what they are. Those will be the Belgian sugars. <laughs> the Belgian sugars. Uh, evil Belgian sugars. Shovel's got this kind of evil Belgian sugar conspiracy thing going on here. Oops. I, I do. There's something about Belgian beer that... It's called taste. Extra. It's called oh, taste. There's something extra that disagrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> I put it all like it. Yeah. <laughs> I put it's not John Smith's. <laughs> Think on that. <laughs> so I... Um, 
Right. <laughs> See, this uh, this is a very nice beer until the very one point when it goes, I'm Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> I like this more than the other Schuf's. Yeah, it's nicer, isn't it? Really? Yeah, you like it better than the Schuf? The, 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 hop- the extra hoppiness just gives it a wee bit. The, yeah, it's the hops are good. They're quite a little soapy, but not in a bad way. The extra mm. hoppy bitterness is closer to what I... It's extremely floral. It's like drinking a kind of shampoo or something. It's very... Uh, soapy. Yeah, soapy. <laughs> I prefer shampoo, like. <laughs> Does uh, anyone want to hear what um, one of the Alstrom brothers on Beer Advocate had to say about this? Ah, this is one of those. Alstrom brothers. Alstrom brothers uh, they, they, created brothers. they created Beer Advocate. Ah, um, this is one of those epic ales I will always remember and want to go back to. And epic. basically, 99% he gave it. That's wow. nine, really? That's Craig Brown style. That's quite high. No, I couldn't possibly score it that. No. I may have misinterpreted how Beer Advocate works. And it may have been 9.9 <laughs> or, or even 7. <laughs> Either way. Either way. Um, but that was bought from the, the brasserie itself. Yep. I got the three big bottles, the 75 mils of their, their brune, which we had a couple of weeks ago at two o'clock in the morning between us all. Um, yes. <laughs> Don't uh, remember much about that one. <laughs> uh, the, the, the blonde and the triple, which we're now drinking. And of course, the giant big shoof. Mm. Oh, from there. If, uh, if you had this in a blind tasting, what percentage would you come back with? Seven like, and be half. honest. I mean, what? what seven and a half. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, even that so, maybe it's like six kind of. Mm-hmm. I was thinking yeah. between six and seven. Ethan's not happy tonight. That's a great small child. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we actually, yeah, we're recording this at uh, Mr. B's abode this evening, and uh, young Ethan is playing up by the sound. He's, he's about four feet that way. Oh. Maybe it's the fumes that are rising <laughs> through the uh, ceiling. He's like, I like Dublin. But this, this doesn't does not taste nine percent. No, no, no way. Anyway, anyway I don't think you want to make the mistake of thinking it's not. No, you drank all that. You'd be uh, yeah. Well, I always drink all that. But is it random Monday nights? <laughs> yeah, yeah, not on a Monday night. But it's it's brilliant stuff. Um, I was reading about other beers they make. They make an yep. Esprit de Chouf, um, which is a brandy that they distill from five from beer that's five years old. Ooh, okay. it's like Grappa. Oh, and they yeah. get it in a bottle. It's forty percent. Wow! So that, but oh, I they, they make brandy from beer. Beers that is, is it a beer though? Is it officially a beer? Or no, it's not. No, it's a it's distilled it's from beer. Oh, it's distilled. So you can't But they, they, from five year old beer. It's a very delicate eau de vie, reminis- reminiscent of grappa. So it must yes. be very clear. Mm. And, uh, mm. That'll be very very knock your socks off. That's that's cool. yeah. yeah. I don't think I want to try that. Well, you could try it that much, right? <laughs> so, uh, how's this hitting your uh, Belgian hateometer? It, it lingers in the mouth, which um, I'm good wonder- or bad. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decide whether that is good or bad. <laughs> I'm wondering whether that's one of the Belgian traits that lingers okay. a lot in your mouth. Yeah. Um, mm. It's it's got a really nice start taste where it's really hoppy, mm. but it still smells Belgian. There is. I, I'm going to have to do more research into this to find out what it is, particularly about Belgian beers. Oh yeah, they all have a distinctive flavour, and absolutely. Yeah, but he thinks there's one recurring theme through all Belgian beers. That he maybe, make. maybe, maybe two that are very close to each other. But this one has sugar in it, which yep. I'm kind of kind of disappointed it to get nine percent. No, you just put slightly more malt in it. Mm. Um, but that just make, brings out the sugar, doesn't it? That's more well. It's malted sugar. 
No. I mean, none of the others we had tonight have had that kind of hop taste that this one does. No, and I, I do like the hop taste. So it's above five, if you're wondering. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, you said this is their take on the IPA. Yeah, this is their take yeah. on an IPA. Yeah. It's not. And it's, it, it, it is, really. But I, mean, I can imagine this is a Belgian IPA. IPA. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah it's, with the, the big load of hops. Yeah, absolutely. It's very hoppy. It's missing the IPA. It's not very... Is it? It's not, quite sour, though, as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. It's very dry, isn't it? It's not, there's no kind of sweetness for the alcohol. Uh, normally in an imperial you would get the kind of, kind of citrus kind of piney kind of hops but there'd be there'd be the dryness but this has a dryness but it's, it's a different kind of kind of dry taste going on yeah you're, you're are you reading the tasting notes from, no I'm not from <laughs> what are the tasting notes um, moderate body like Christmas right like Christmas <laughs> like, like Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> yep I'm getting okay, the uh, quite bitter up front yep citric heavy herbal and tobacco hop flavour no tobacco. Okay. Um, mild kiss of honey. Don't get, Ooh. don't get that. Mm, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. Orangey hop finish complements the dry malt flavour in the end, which you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Orangey, yeah, yes. Yeah, maybe that's the lingering taste. Kind of fruity. Yeah. Orangey, but not a good orangey. I think all Belgian beers have a slight hint of alcohol. They're all warming. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. That's that's maybe one of the things. I if that's like. what you're looking for. They all, not, they're all, they all warm you. They're not. Yeah, but we've had other beers that are really strong alcohol contents that don't do the same thing yeah. to me. That's intriguing. Mm. It's interesting. Very interesting. Why one person just doesn't take to a style of beer? It's quite. Yeah, I like it. And they, they have many different styles in Belgium. <coughs> there is something oh, yeah. uniform across them that doesn't agree with me. Mm. Strange. Yeah, like maybe yeast yeast or sugars one of the things I'm going to have to look into it mm. or ask somebody that knows more than I do <laughs> which is virtually everyone in the beer world well I think this is great and I, I love the shoof it's very cheesy again you see if that was something else maybe I would think it's ridiculous but but yeah. I kind of like the tweeness of it all I think it, I like the funky label and the big shoof and and the little gnome there yep. smoking his weed, whatever he's doing. There. <laughs> it looks like that's me too. It's all very innocent. I, I quite like it, and the fact it says six 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 on it, which is always good. There's an extra six though. There's an extra, yeah, but I don't. I, yeah, it still says six six six. It does, you right? Okay, six. Well, we're at ten minutes, so I think we should uh, score a chiffre blanc. Okay, we'll start it, with. Well, it's not chiffre. It's, it's triple IP triple. Chiffre. And we start with me. Oh, Dublin, Dublin IP triple. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Come on, pal. Suck my welly. <laughs> I love uh, it. The thing is, if there was a, a shelf full of IPAs <coughs> and that was one of them, that of that style and strength, that would probably be the last one I'd pick. But I would have it again. Therefore, it's above five. I'm going to give it... So what is that? Six. Oh, six. <laughs> six. No, six. Not five. I'm going to give it six. That's the most complicated scoring. It would have been point five, but there's a Belgian nuss to a point five off. Cool. What was the shelf made of? Teak. Teak. Do I was going to say, I, I, I just gifted you a 9% IPA for your birthday, and this is a very different style of 9% IPA. Yeah, I probably prefer the American style. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Richard Kindly. Uh, that was a Green a Flash West Coast yeah. Pale Ale. Uh, simply uh, American style I think is more balanced because you get a lot of sweetness as well 
the whole kind of the mouthfeel is a, a lot more developed. But I say I didn't know. But I do like mouthfeel. As a shoe, I've had the other a couple of other shoes which I've been had the Belgian beery taste as yeah. Marshall keeps talking about. This one with the extra addition of hops, I prefer it because it's got that extra bitterness. Mm. Seven and a half. Right, good stuff. I said, I think an eight and a half for me, um, because I always mark highly hopped things, and I love my highly hopped American IPAs and pale ales. Um, but I don't think it competes with it. I think it kind of contributes to my love of highly hopped beers mm-hmm. because it's completely different. It's not doesn't it doesn't really compete because it's almost a different style entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like, like what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm going to say seven and a half. Because uh, it, it's it's a, a very nice hoppy beer. There's, there's something slightly lacking about it that would stop me giving it a higher mark, I think. Uh, I'm not quite sure what that is. Whether it's... The Belgianness. No, no, I, I love a bit of Belgianness. You know I me. Mean? I'm big into all Belgian stuff. But it's there's something slightly... Oh, I'm, it's a great beer, but there's something slightly lacking to make it an outstanding beer. So, yeah, I'll give that seven and a half. Okay, that's Shoe uh, Dublin. Uh, that ordinarily, that would be the end of our beer cast because we've had four beers or five beers, depending on how you judge the, the first two we had. But no. I've got to do something different. We have to do something different. It's Mr. B. He had his Mr. B cast. Then we had his 50th beer cast. And now we've had another one. <laughs> It's, so it's ridiculous. Have, if I had three in a row, pretty much, yeah. that's a bit bad. I'm, so, I'm not next not. though. Yeah, mine, mine's next. Yeah. We are now having a beer, which is not a beer. We're not having a beer. It's a spirit. It's got beer in it. It's got beer in it. Is, yes. it, is it? It's Cronenberg. We were having Cronenberg on the beer cast, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, but uh, a bit of something. Tennis so, next. What's that? What's stay the tuned for. Our Cronenberg. This run's gonna hurt tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, well, hello, and uh, welcome no, back again. Uh, well, hello. <laughs> well, hello, yeah. And let's have that Cronenberg open, boys. Hey. This is Cronenberg, brewed by a Scottish Newcastle. It's 5%. <laughs> and light, light, delicate tasting lager. Oh, except we've put some uh, something else in it. we put pecan in pecan. it. Why, why pecan? Why pecan? Because this is, well, basically what... Everyone in Alsace adds to their beer. Everyone. Everyone. Bar none. Bar none. So people in... Oranges. That's orangey. So people in Alsace, basically in the northeast of France, they have a drink called Pecan. It's an orange orange liqueur aperitif. There's an aperitif version they add to wine to make a cocktail. There's a beer version, which they add to beer. Mm. And... You will not. You will see strangely, which it took me about four days to figure out what the hell was happening. <laughs> um, <coughs> have I made it too strong? It is, it's stronger than I had when I was in France. We've got my Cronenberg tip in that bubble. That's about right. You reckon? Yeah, that's about right. Right. Okay. There's a, there's a roller coaster of tastes there once you get into the. Uh, yeah. It's, it's orange. It's burnt orange. It's burnt orange. Mm. It doesn't taste like no Cronenberg. It's bitters. It's it's like mm. Angostura bitters. It's it's burnt orange and bitters. Um. So it's got quin quina whatever it's called in it. Quinoa. Quinoa. It's got sugar, alcohol, extract of natural something. Would anyone like a little bit more beer in there? 
No, no, you go for it. Yeah, that's more. It's got orange in it. Caramel. Caramel. Don't have caramel. Oh, caramel and gross. Shouts down. You have three different drinks in one glass. Concentrated lemon. Yeah. Yeah, your French is better than mine. Read the read the label. Uh, so this, we are drinking cans of lager with a. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, he's dripping. Oh, look at that. With a uh, little shot. Well, more than a shot. How much? Uh, well, you're supposed to do a quarter, really. Quarter, really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's 18%, 18%, so I mean, it's not that strong. Um, as I say, anyway, so we we were in Alsace for about three or four days, and I was I looking around I was looking around the restaurants, mm-hmm. I was looking around the bars we were sitting in, and people were drinking bottles of Kronenberg. Yep. But whenever they poured it, it, was it went in blonde <laughs> and came out brown. And I had no idea, honestly, sat there for... That's I've been chatting about it for ages... Eventually, I had the courage to ask someone, and he said, "It's pecan." Qu'est-ce que c'est? Monsieur, qu'est-ce que c'est? I actually said, "What's that? What are they drinking away over there?" <laughs> In the good old British style. Yeah, yeah points. And they, they, she told me about about pecan, um, which is basically everyone, and basically it is stuck in Alsace what, why, do you know why? why why do people drink pecan in Alsace they don't like the taste of Kronenberg I'm not blaming them but is no, that no. well it's not actually on a hot yeah, day I think I prefer it's, Kronenberg it's, it's actually <laughs> it's, uh, people had added to Kronenberg fans because Kronenberg's brewed in Strasbourg and well they're in Alsace but you add it to wheat beer so they add it to Fisher and stuff because it's almost kind of like a wheat beery laggery thing mm-hmm. they add it to things like um, uh, Hoo Garden alright um, yeah, yeah. So they add it to any beer. It's not just that. It's just if you're sitting in a bar in Alsace, you're more likely to have it with Fischer or Kronenberg or mm. one of those beers. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we were way down, uh, Marshall and Craig and myself, in the south of France, about 50 miles from the Spanish border. And uh, we had this in the bar because Craig had recommended it. And it just say, do it, do it, And it just give you whatever bog standard lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So uh, all over France, it appears to be. Yeah. All right. Well, it was just a small bottle on the back. We thought, oh, there's pecan. But he knew exactly what I was talking about. So people yeah. must yeah. order. Mm. So, so you don't you don't ask for a beer with pecan. You just ask for a pecan. Yeah. This is pecan, and it, it does actually say beer on it. Yep. Um, this is a beer specific version, and that that's that's your drink, a pecan. Mm. Um, and they would drink it all night. They would drink it as an aperitif. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they drink. It's just it's quite strong. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're adding an eighteen percent shot into a five percent beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, pecan <coughs> is named after the man, Mister Pecan, Monsieur Pecan. Born in eighteen o nine, he had an apprenticeship at a distillery in Marseille. In eighteen thirty seven, he took a trip to Algeria when he was in yeah. the army and he invented pecan. It doesn't say why or how. Counter <laughs> <laughs> um, in a dream. <laughs> I'll give you one um, thing. It doesn't taste Belgian. It doesn't taste Belgian. <laughs> taste of oranges. Yeah. So they make four million bottles of this, and there's seventy percent. They sell of it, two of them. Seventy percent of it is in the northeast of France. There's definitely kind of flavors come and go. You get as soon as you drink it, you get like a slight orange kind of taste, and then immediately you get a burnt kind of oranges, mm. and then you get a bit more orange, and then a bit more. But it's kind of up and it, down. It's kind of, yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, interesting. It lingers later on the burnt orange. Just yeah, yeah, it's it 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 like a, a wave. Mm. I, I think the smell is amazing. Mm. It smells beautiful. Yeah, it's a great smell. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the taste. I think it. I, 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 
one of the, the best things about going to Alsace was discovering pecan. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. It's good. It's, I, I would I don't need to drink what you're... Well, actually, no, I don't need to drink what you're drinking. Through quite a lot of that. I, have, yeah. to get I mean, and that was... That's like six quid or something in Belgium. Yeah. In oh, France. Really? <laughs> um, over here, it's about 20. From I think if you, pecan, if you yeah. import it, I think you have to import it from... Yeah. Uh, unless anyone knows better and can please let me know. But... Yeah. So it's just orange. That's the only flavour they do. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, it's just orange. That's that's all it is. It's, there's an E number in there as well. Yeah, there's there's other things in it. There's there's, there's, yeah, there's but lemon in there. As concentrated well, right? lemon, yeah. lemon concentrate mm-hmm. in there as well. But, mm. I suppose on a hot day. I mean, I know over here on a hot day you just have lager, but on a hot day in France you would probably want something that's else. What, to, yeah, yeah. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that 70 percent of the people drinking beer and in Alsace, we're drinking that at any really? one time. Well, well, yeah, Whether it was on it, its own or with dinner or whatever, it's, yeah. it was that. I'd drink this not uh, as an aperitif, not as a pint. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't drink a pint here, but I, a glass with this in it before dinner. Happy day. Yeah, I would like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd probably, I'd probably do What's up, Shivers? Come on, what's going on? I, I not, just need a hug. Come on, this Ruben, your nurse, come on. He's, he's, he's not happy uh, with this podcast. He's not happy at all. I would drink it in a much smaller quantity than I would drink it in a I'd, maybe I would prefer it as a shot no you wouldn't you could try it, it. not that <laughs> let's get a wee can glass. I try oh, it there we go. Go. a shot glass no get a shot glass as a martini glass as a martini glass <laughs> yeah that's a well that's a very long shot glass I got that box for my 21st birthday you got this bottle on your 21st it's a Dr. Evil glass it's a Dr. Evil shot glass yeah so Shovels is now trying a shot of uh, this rather foul looking thing in a Dr. Evil glass Richard is now taking when a I did get that it had a shot of Bailey's a shot of whiskey a shot of vodka a shot of it was horrible oh it smells like oranges oranges and dust <laughs> dust dust <laughs> yeah oranges in a very dusty room oh my goodness that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, Pecan also do. Are yeah, we all doing it now, are we? No, 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 Personally, yeah, it's all right. It's not bad. Oh, it's much. It, oh, you finished it. <laughs> you might regret that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that, ooh, that's yeah. Yeah, that's alcohol. Oh, matron. But it doesn't taste of alcohol. It just tastes of it's that concentrated Orangey. orange kind it of. It's the same, but without the dark beer. orange kind of blood orange kind of taste. I just think you can't. It. There seems to be a debate on the internet um, about <coughs> what the exact recipe for a pecan beer is. Some people say it's as much as half and half. Nah. Mm. Really? And some people go down to a third, some a quarter. I, I kind of go for a little dribble in the bottom and top up. Well, don't we all? <laughs> yeah. We all dribble in the bottom of the top of it. Um, but, uh, it's brilliant stuff. I'm so yeah. glad I discovered it. And yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Quick exploring. <laughs> I do believe we've discovered a new beer. <laughs> I say, barkeep, what's, what's this these locals are drinking? I will take this back to the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Name this. We should call this. 
tell me why that bear goes in yellow and comes out brown? <laughs> Pecan. Uh, Pecan. Okay, I think we should probably wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, Do we, are we scoring this? Well, it's not technically a beer. I don't, well. Nah, well, offici- unofficially, I score it. <laughs> Six, five, four, three, yeah. Nah, well, well you know, I, I'll say that I. If, 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 we, if it was an option in Bar I would have it. Well, what, what would you give Cronenberg without Pecan in it, and what would you give it with Pecan added? you got to think about that. Cronenberg. Two and eight. Yeah, two and six. Uh, I would go five and six. No, if, yeah. oh, really? Five and six? Unless <laughs> <laughs> you uh, go twice. <laughs> Greg's knitting wife. <laughs> she's uh, not knitted. No, she's knitting. <laughs> oh, she's knitting. I didn't make her. <laughs> yeah, it's Craig's in the night garden. Craig, the, Craig made his own way. Well, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back in a few weeks with uh, our podcast hosted by Gruben. He's stepping up to the plate. And uh, we'll see you again in a few weeks. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.